This is episode 101 of Bella in Your Business. The next series is going to be a bunch of interviews with amazing pet sitters that I know that will also motivate and inspire you and your business. From time to time, I interview incredible pet sitters who have been through or faced some really amazing challenges that have inspired me, therefore I know will inspire you. If you know of anyone who has an amazing story to share, who is a pet sitting or dog walking business owner, I'd love to hear from you. Just go ahead and email me at bella at jumpkin consulting.net. Until then, enjoy this next episode. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, your host with Jump Consulting. And today I actually have the most amazing dog walker located in Toronto with me today, Pam Curry. Welcome. Thank you, Bella. I'm absolutely shocked that I'm here. <laughs> Why are you shocked? Hopefully by the next 20, 25 minutes, you're going to understand your greatness because I love to pull in most amazing, inspiring pet sitters, and you're definitely one of them on my list. You are the owner of Toronto Dog Walking, and I've just been witnessing this miraculous, like, just explosion. And I, I don't mean just like your bottom line, your profits and stuff. I mean, of you personally as a business owner, and I have just been so excited over here that I wanted to shout it from the rooftop. So before we get ahead of ourselves, which is really easy for me to do, I want to have you tell us about your business. Where is it? How long have you been in business? How many people work for you? Give our listeners an idea of who you are. Okay, well, I will start off first by apologizing. I'm Irish and I talk really fast. So oh, I love it. I'll just count in editing. So myself and my Irish doggo, Holly, we moved to Toronto back in 2012. And we moved here to work with pets, to work with animals, because in Ireland, it's not as big as it is here. Like in Toronto, people's dogs are their children. Like they don't even think about having human children. Like the dogs are their kids. So I was like, oh, my God, yes, this is where we need to go. So myself, my friend and Holly hopped on the plane in 2012, literally got off the plane. A couple of weeks later, I was already out there walking dogs and I was like, this is the life. Like, I could not go back. I was like, I'm living the dream. I was like, life does not get any better. So then fast forward to 2015, I was like, okay, it's time to go and do this and do it for myself. So Toronto Dog Walking then was founded in the middle of 2015. We're just, oh, what was our three-year anniversary last month? I didn't even realize. <laughs> so we're growing and growing like we went through stages where we couldn't even handle the growth it was getting crazy yeah. so we're coming up to 15 team members now and finally life is getting good <laughs> like in freedom and business is going good 15 team members and that is six years from the minute you stepped foot in Toronto started walking dogs until today I think that's amazing because there's a lot of people that have had businesses for 10 years and are still stuck doing it themselves dreaming to be where you're at so I want to talk about goal crushing because I'm sure over the past six years you've had a lot of goals that you've needed to crush I've been witness to it in the mastermind for those of you listening Pam is our reigning queen, her and her accountability partner, Kristen in Vegas, they have won our accountability partner challenges five months in a row. And they're just goal crushers. So talk to our audience and myself about 
How do you set these goals and how do you achieve them? Because ultimately you had to have crushed goals to be starting your dog walking company to six years later, having 15 employees. That's what it was really rough at the start because the to-do list had the to-do list. Like it was a beast. Like, and you're like, I need to do everything. And I'm kind of an all rounder. Like when I went to college, like I studied e-commerce, e-business. So I knew the tech side and I knew the business side as well. So I was like, right, I need to get everything done. And I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. So it was kind of firefighting to start. Yeah. I was literally putting out fires, whatever needed to be done. I was doing it. So you said it's like firefighting when you started. So mm-hmm. that means that there's fires, that this stuff is happening to you and you're reacting a lot to it. You are in like a reactionary mode and just letting it happen to you, it sounds like. That's what you're saying, yeah? Yeah, it was like stuff would just come up and then you just had to deal with it as it came up. There was no planning or like this is the direction I'm going. I was like, yes, I wanted to be just like really big and all this kind of stuff and be great. But it was just stuff would come up over and over. Like you start out on your own and then you get new people coming on and that brings up all new challenges. But it wasn't like all that time I was like, okay, I'm go, go, go. And I was just literally on a straight path, not knowing where it was ending. So fast forward all those years and then I'm like okay January this year joining the mastermind and we started off with our goals where we're gonna go can't even explain what it has done for me so you asked us to write down our goals and to me it was like okay I'm gonna put down a big wish and the wish is not to be working in my business which I was doing at the time I was out there walking full-time and then coming home every evening and working full-time right until I was going to bed. So it was just a cycle of up, down, up, down. So it's like, okay, by the end of 2018, I want to be out of the business, like being in the field, that kind of thing. Yeah. So with our tasks and our accountability and that kind of stuff, we learned how to break down our goals into small little tasks. And then we are at June now of the year in Easter. I am out of my business. Gives me goosebumps like listening to you right now. It really does. So you were going around for like five years by yourself, just putting out the fires, as you say, being reactionary, letting the business basically drown you and run you over. And I know so many people listening right now feel just like that. And it took you putting down your big wish and putting it on paper and then having people hold you accountable for it to actually happen. Yeah. And it's like magic. Like I can't even explain it. And even as we're going through the year and we're putting down our goals and I'm like, okay, my June goals are now actually happening, but they're happening without even knowing it because of the way, like the style that we're working together and we're breaking it down. And like my accountability partner, Kristen is amazing. Like she helps me so much. And when I see her achieving so much and she's just a go-getter, do it, that you're what you want to do and actually do it. And you just be so surprised at how far you actually get without even thinking, because you're not thinking of big picture. You're just thinking of the small little tasks that are going to get you there. So something you just said a minute ago, it was that your to-do list had a to-do list. So what changed to make a to-do list not having a to-do list? Like what changed to making it into a goal and seeing the change in your life? Like how did you overcome that? Yeah, so like I would have like say a big task, create a messenger bot or whatever it was, whatever the big task. Give us a breakdown if you, if you can think of one. Then we could do messenger bot. Let's walk through it. So you'd be looking at that. Okay, yeah, it's great. I know I need a messenger bot. I know it's the new thing to do, but oh my God, look at that on the list, create a messenger bot where to start like I just wouldn't even start because I'm like that's huge like that's like days of work and all that kind of stuff 
So now it's not, okay, now I'm like, okay, the goal is to create a messenger bot. So my to-do list will be one day. Start writing out what I want the messenger bot to do. Start writing out the conversations. Start writing out the sequences of how it would go. And then I'd have it all mapped down on a piece of paper. Then I'd be like, okay, well, now I need to go sign up for a system. What system do I want to use? Then I'd look at the systems and then I might do a training on what I want to do. So it's all those different tiny steps. I'm not going on and just taking any software and start belting into this, like the software, like what I think I want. Yeah. Whereas just breaking it down to these small steps, you don't even realize. And when you have the little small tasks on the list and just crossing off every day that it's done, that feeling is, oh, like I can't even describe that feeling. It's just, you're like, yes, I'm getting somewhere. So if you like three small tasks a day to do, instead of looking at that big list every day and I'm like, whoa. Like yeah. sometimes I look at the list and I'd be like, I'm not, I'd rather watch Netflix than be like stressed out looking at the list. It's the saying, it's like, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? So you went from being reactionary to productive and you took your to-do list and created a goal and then reverse engineered it and broke it down into those bite sizes so you could eat the elephant. I'm sure you've had those days where you just still feel crappy about your business. You had a, what's that song? So I had a bad day, you know, that whole thing. So what keeps you going in that? How does that not snowball like it used to? Or do you just allow bad days to happen? How do you keep going and keep goal crushing even with those bad days? I have to say it is all down to the mastermind. And I might sound like a walking advertisement. (laughs) (laughs) Like myself and Kristen, we're working there. We're doing our few tasks. Like if something doesn't get done one day, well, it's going to get done the next day. But I'm not making the list so big that I'm not achieving anything. So each week has its own little mini goal. And then each day we're working towards it. So, yeah, stuff does happen. You have bad days, but it's like, okay, the bad days happen. Let's get up and kill it the next day. Yeah. And I bet Kristen's there like rooting you on too. She won't let you stay down. Yeah. And being a business owner is like the loneliest thing out there, especially pet sitting because we're like a virtual office. Right. And we see dogs and cats all day and our staff is virtual. We don't really see them. It's a lonely, lonely job. That's mm-hmm. so cool. I just, you're not a walking advertisement. It legitimately, like I said at the beginning of the show, Pam, I've really been so inspired and motivated just watching you blossom and seriously go from, I'm walking dogs right now by myself. I have no one here to, I've got 15 people five months later. Like, who does that? That's not heard of. And I know right now that your story is totally blessing and inspiring people listening. So I want you to talk to that audience member who is feeling overwhelmed now, like they can't do much because they're way underneath their business. What would be your first piece of advice to them, given what you know about you now? Well, it's normal to feel like that. And sometimes you have to go through that to get to where you want to go. But it is just taking it every day at a time. Yeah. putting little small steps because I really wouldn't have believed that the small steps would have made it because I would be just like, okay, yeah, I know an office manager will solve the situation. I know having more walkers will solve the situation, but how do I actually go and get them? It's just breaking everything down to the smallest little piece and just getting through the task day by day. And before you know it, it actually happens. Yeah. Like, it shocks me still. That even when we're laying out our goals in our month and our three months and I'm like marking June, like when I was marking June's off and I was like, I actually didn't think I was getting anywhere. 
but I am. That's such a good point. And I even suffer from that myself, Pam. And my husband's the one usually that points it out to me. I could be running like a train wreck all day or I feel like that. And I'm like, I didn't get anything done. And he's like, okay, hold on, sit down. Tell me what you did today. And I'm like, well, I did this and I did this and then I did that and then I finished that and then I started this and then I did that and I did, oh, I guess I did do a lot. So I think that's something that a lot of us struggle with. We feel like we're not going anywhere, but if we actually do have those goals that we can be like, wow, we actually did accomplish that when we thought we couldn't, it also builds so much confidence. Like I'm sure you have a lot more confidence as a business owner now than you did like a year ago. Unbelievably so. And say like, for instance, I hated doing interviews, absolutely hated them. Like, and just from being in the group, practicing video and being on the path where I want to go now, it does like, I feel so much more confident. Even people like who are close to me notice. Yeah. It's not my kind of personality. I would shy away. Like if I could just hire people without even meeting them, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> because like, it's like uncomfortable kind of situation for me. But now like even doing this today, like this is huge for me. I would never have done anything like this before ever. So it definitely brings out confidence without you even knowing or feeling that dust. It definitely changes your whole perspective on everything. I think when I introduced the fact that we were going to talk about video in February, you probably broke out in hives. I mean, you, I think were the most like scared out of everyone in the group. For those listening in the mastermind, we have a different topic that we focus on every month. It doesn't mean that you can't talk about stuff that's not the topic, but it's like where we do our deep dive, where our experts come from. And in February, we dove deep on video because there's a lot of very credible statistics that say 90% of the way consumers will be consuming content by 2019 is going to be video. And that's pretty big. So you're either going to get on the boat or miss it. So that's why we talked about it. And Pam, I want you to explain to our audience. (laughs) your whole evolution with video because if I told you in January you were going to have your own Facebook live talk show weekly you probably would have thought that I like was smoking crack (laughs) like (laughs) that's the understatement of the year I would say you're smoking crack that would be on like the low side of things I'd be like Bella go check yourself in somewhere because that ain't happening And it's amazing. I mean, right now we are actually on video recording this because it will come out on the podcast, but then I like to put this out on YouTube and on Facebook so that everyone can consume it however they want. And you not only are rocking it on video, but you're natural. Like you are a really great person to interview. And I'm just going to like flatter you right now and say this because not everyone is easy to interview and you're really good at this, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. So how did you go from like, you know, you'd rather go take a ice bath and do the polar bear jump into a ice river to having your own talk show? Like, I'm as shocked as you were. Like, I still can't believe it. And it's not just video that I hated. I wouldn't take a selfie. I wouldn't be in anybody's pictures. I would go on vacation and whoever I was with, they'd be like, did you go on your own? Because I just don't get in pictures. So video, I'm like, yeah, not a single chance. So the video kind of, you introduced it very slyly in the mastermind when it came to January. We had a little task. So with the challenge, we had to get on every day and let let everybody know how we got on. So we had the option to text the update or video for extra points. And I was like, oh, crap. 
and everybody was doing video. My partner was doing video and I was like, I can't let her down. I was like, I'm going to have to do video. Because you were getting points for this. This is how you yeah. started your reigning championship mm-hmm. of uh, accountability partner queens. Yeah. So I was like, OK, so we were doing that for the month. And I was like, OK, well, looking at myself on the camera now, not so bad on the like for what, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. So I'm like, OK, then February comes and I'm like, what the hell does she want? <laughs> do (laughs) and you're like go and do this facebook live and i'm like oh no oh hell no and i'm like oh please don't let my accountability partner want to do this please don't let her want to do it (laughs) because i'm like i would so take the high road if she was like i am not going to do video i'd be like oh thank you Kristen, thank you so much like i'd be like i would have paid her to like actually not do it (laughs) but because my cheeks hurt from laughing so much right now i really need people to know like I would have paid people not to not to get on and do videos. So I was like, oh, crap. So then I was like, I was in the group and I was practicing my live. And I was just like, guys, how do I sound? And you're all like, and especially you, you were like, do your video, do your video. Go now, go now. So I was like, okay, okay, okay. So I was like, right, let's go. So I was there, like I was talking to nobody. I felt the nervous wreck. And I was just like, like, I think my first video was maybe five minutes and I could have sworn I was there for an hour like it was hell to me and I was like once I clicked it was done I was like I was like oh my god I did it I did it I was like yay we got two points in our accountability challenge so I was like okay right I've got it done and then some more video challenges came up and I was like okay it took about five videos before it got even slightly easier but then I was like, okay, February went and I was like, oh, then we won because I was doing video challenges. Like, where the hell is that coming from? And people I know, so a couple of my friends like back home are friends with me on Follow the Business. And they're like, Pam, what? What? what you, what's gotten into you? <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, you don't want to know what's gotten in. But I was like, yeah, like I was like, so, but everybody was loving it. The clients were talking back to me and, and I was working. So I was like, I started to actually enjoy it, which I was shocked. So then I actually reached out like to my dog trainer friend. I was like, let's do a talk show. Because I know Facebook wants you to be doing video. Yeah. Like I've known it all along. I've known forever Facebook wants video, but there was still no chance I would ever do video. So then we go, we're doing our bark show. And then the biggest thing happens last week. We got invited to North America's largest dog festival to bring our show live on the road. Amazing! Oh my gosh! And we were walking around. We were interviewing people with their dogs. We were interviewing people who had awesome pet businesses. But you know what the biggest thing stood out to me? So I'm going around, and I know so many people from Instagram, but I might not have met them. So I go up to them, hey, introduce myself. I said, follow you on Instagram. We'd know each other that way. And I was like, do you want to do a quick interview and let's tell everybody about how great your product or services? And they're like, no, oh, I can't go on video. I can't do it. I can't do it. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> like how much I've changed. That was me. I yeah. was like, they were like, there's no hope I'm going to do video. And I'm like, that's absolutely insane. And then next week, we were again, we we're invited to do another on the road at another dog festival, like nearby so we're going out again we had so much fun doing it and I still can't believe like doesn't no thinking now goes into that kind of stuff it's just like okay like the girl who's doing her video first okay we're ready to roll tell us when we're live that's it yeah crazy it's so amazing it's it just my cheeks really do hurt from smiling so much they really do because I'm just it's so exciting and it's so cool what happens what 
can happen when anyone goes out of their comfort zone. It doesn't have to be video, although I hope it is if you're a business owner. And if it's all right with Pam, I will put a link to your first one and to your show so the notes so that people can see because I think that you're a true inspiration to a lot of people that think that they're not good enough, that they don't look good enough, that they don't speak good enough, they don't know what to say, they're afraid of judgment. Video is a very scary thing, but it's not going away anywhere. And there's so many different things that you can do with video. You chose to do episodic content, which Facebook loves, but it's also allowed you this networking. It sounds like you now know these people, you now can leverage these relationships and do guest blogs, guest posts, guests. There's so many things that you can do. Like what comes out of the video, just as you said, the people we interviewed, they're like just building up the relationships. They're all willing to come on the show, do a whole separate show all about them and what they do. And that's what I was like. I was like, and the content I can't even tell you how many blogs come out of one show. Yeah, I believe it. Absolutely insane, the amount of content. And then you're repurposing the content in every which way. So I actually, like, I could nearly hire somebody just to be doing the content from one show. So one hour show, what it produces is absolutely unreal. And I'm like, because blogging wouldn't be my favorite thing to do. But if you're literally just transcribing a video, it just becomes so much easier. Yeah. And it's to be a blog at the end. So, And that's another really valuable point. We talked about repurposing content with uh, Perry Collins. She is the uh, social media person for Arizona State University, which has 80,000 people. And she talked all about that. You know, you post once and repost everywhere. And it's so true because, you know, you think talk show, you think, you know, all oh, video camera and all this stuff. But like you said, an hour long show, you get what, four blog posts from that. You mm-hmm. could break that video into lots of different little tidbits of content. You can put those videos on the blog so you can there's so much juiciness that could come from it if you just trust the process if you just put in the work if you just have people cheering you on and telling you that you can do it and I think you know the mastermind probably allowed you a safe place to practice and then we were all on there cheering you on the first couple of shows you know so gosh. the difference just having the group and being in there and being able to practice without going full on live. Like I can't imagine if I had to do it all on my own. Yeah. Like having everybody and having everybody's support. And especially yeah. for the first few shows, everybody was in cheering me on. I was like, oh my God, there's helped me so much. Like I felt the love. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we're all just as human beings, you know, we weren't meant to go at anything alone. You know, we're not loners. We're meant to have community and support and, and we got to find our tribe and people that will help build us up. So, Pam, as we end the show, which I could go on for an hour with you, but I promise to my listeners that I'll keep it for like the length of a pet sit or a dog walk. Tell us, where are you going in the future? Where do you, I mean, you're kicking so much butt right now. It's only the fifth month into the year. Where are you going to be at month 12? Do you even know? Or by the end of the summer, what kind of dreams do you have now? The thing is, it keeps changing. Like, I would have never said like, okay, well, the task was going to be having a talk show and then turn it into a podcast and all that kind of stuff so the stuff is happening that I would have never even planned so I really don't know where it's going but I know now I have like the time to focus on the technology I want to be creating funnels that like more bots getting more social media marketing all that kind of stuff but the biggest one personally to me now is now I get to focus on my passion project which is a blog about traveling with my dog So we want to go traveling all around like the world, all across the States, that kind of stuff. And just going everywhere that's dog friendly and letting everybody know about it. So I 
had that passion project as well on the list for the longest time and I never actually seen it going to come through like to fruition ever and now the website is almost done and ready to go and shocked (laughs) that's just beautiful so by stepping outside of your comfort zone being around people to support you dreaming big and breaking it down into little achievable goals you were able to put yourself into a position that not only is your business doing better and you're able to remove yourself with 15 people working with you But you're also able to move on to your passion project, which fills our soul as just a human being because, you know, we can't just work all day long and not have any kind of hobbies or passion projects. And I sure hope that when you start the travel, you come see me in Scottsdale, Arizona. (laughs) For sure, we'll be there in the winter when it's horrible here. (laughs) That's fine because it's beautiful here. Tell everyone how they can go cyberstalk you and look you up and watch your shows. So if you want to watch the show, it's thebarkshow.dog. The Instagram account is at Toronto Dog Walking. Facebook is Toronto Dog Walking as well. But if you want to follow myself and Holly on our travels, it is travel with my dot dog. Travel with your dot dog, D-O-T dog. So, you know, like if oh, you were dot having- dog instead of dot com. OK, travel with my dog dot dog. OK, my dot dog. OK, well, we'll put it in the show <laughs> notes. <laughs> Pam, it's been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for saying yes. I really appreciate it. You guys, if you heard this show and it inspired you, I encourage you to find the post or reach out to Holly or myself and let us know what your biggest takeaway, what your biggest nugget was. We do this all for you, so we love hearing from you. And remember, when life gets tough, always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in your business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.